illness and a chronic illness. And this is something that is near and dear to my heart because honestly, I am so deeply ashamed of being so sick and feeling sick all the time and having flares. And it's exhausting and embarrassing and frustrating. Losing control of my health and my life is incredibly difficult. And if you have chronic illness, you might feel the same way or struggle with feelings of guilt or shame, embarrassment. And there's so much to unwrap around this. And you're not alone. A lot of people feel shame because they can't take care of themselves and the means are dependent on other people, maybe financially, maybe for grocery shopping or cooking or, you know, helping with the kids. I felt a lot of shame when I had to wear wigs because <laughs> all my hair fell out. Um, and I feel a lot of shame because I'm a functional medicine physician who really specialized in gut health, but I was harmed by a colonoscopy and I'll forever have ulcerative colitis that can only be managed through medication. And I feel like, wow, I can't even fix myself, even though I, like when I told my story, it's like being in a car accident, like it came out of nowhere. I didn't have any control over it. It's not, so I, I didn't get sick because of something I did or didn't do. And there's a lot of shame around that. And other people that I talk to, you know, feel bad because they have to miss work or they have to miss family events. They feel bad for calling off again. And they feel bad because they feel like people are running out of compassion for them and they've run out of compassion for themselves. And so we aren't alone in these feelings. And these feelings are totally valid. But that doesn't mean that they're necessarily true or that we have to give in to these feelings. And another really big thing that came up when I was sick is that there's a huge paradigm in the wellness industry about when someone becomes sick, it's their fault. And I used to buy into that. It's, isn't it wonderful to be young and naive and healthy and be in the wellness industry and just think like, oh, I'm so, I'm so good. I'm so healthy. Look, I shop at Whole Foods and then, and then real life comes along and slaps you in the face. So, you know, a lot of things that I was taught in chiropractic college, even now in a lot of continuing education programs, that there's this paradigm or shared belief being taught by some, but not all, but really that if someone gets sick, it's all their fault. They're they were irresponsible with their health in some way. Um, maybe they did something bad, like they ate the wrong food, like, oh, I can't believe you drink Dr. Pepper. Well, of course you're sick because you had a soda. Um, some people have suggested that this is your karma for being, quote, bad, or you would heal if you believed in the right religion. And it's all your fault because you were so stressed out that your emotions created this illness. You manifested this into your life. You were bad because you had negative thoughts and that's what made you sick. And oh my gosh, so much more propaganda that I can't even remember, but has been deeply imprinted on me. And I feel like the people who espouse this, first of all, have never firsthandly experienced chronic illness or chronic pain or any type of injury. 
and they have zero compassion or understanding about how the body works. And sadly, these are all physicians who should know better and treat their patients better. And once I shared with a friend a health issue I was having while I was at chiropractic college, and he immediately jumped on this bandwagon, and he told me I deserved to be sick, and um, I w- was a punishment for something, and he shamed me, and he made me feel so bad for having this specific issue while I was there, and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> like, this is what you people actually think, and it even happened when I was in the hospital, when I had my ulcerative colitis end stage flare and the second GI I saw said he wasn't going to help me because I waited too long to get help and I was a non-compliant patient and he had only talked to me for 30 seconds after I was compliant I had done everything I was told to do and he still made it all my fault he told me I was stupid he told me he was going to bankrupt me he told me all kinds of horrible things and I didn't notice until I got sick, how brainwashed I was to believe that this whole issue, like me getting sick was my fault and I'm bad and I'm deserving of this illness and only I felt that this was the truth about myself. You know, I never have I once had a patient with a chronic illness and I thought, oh, you are just so stupid and bad. You deserve to be sick because you didn't eat right or right. Like, you took a thyroid medication. You're a horrible person. You should have taken something else like a supplement. No, I would never think that about anybody else. And no, you probably wouldn't meet another person who's sick and go, oh, yeah, she really deserved that. No. So why do we feel that way about ourselves? It's, it's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? Um, but I do feel like this programming from well-known and many loved doctors and influencers is tricky because it's wrapped up in this promise of helping people and making them feel uplifted and better than everyone else. And maybe you feel like you can cure anyone because you're the one with the knowledge, but it's not, it's not true. And we don't want to admit that a lot of times our health is out of our control. So I do feel, though, that stress, of course, creates distress and can lead to disease. I believe our emotions and thoughts are incredibly powerful. We know that adverse childhood events or childhood trauma is one of the strongest predictors of autoimmune or chronic illness later on in life. But I don't think that shaming people is acceptable I don't think it's a fun way to lead a seminar. I don't think it's a great way to do marketing. I don't think it's a good idea to treat your patients this way. And it's not the way to practice any kind of care for a patient or for yourself, right? We we have to be able to really dive deep into these emotions because it's really important in our healing process. So how do we manage the shame. So there's lots of ways. (laughs) I'm going to go through a few and uh, take what you like, leave what you don't, and, um, you know, share the conversation on social media with me as we dive into this. But, you know, stop questioning yourself and putting everybody else first. Stop putting work first. Like, I know you feel guilty 
canceling appointments or calling off because you don't feel good again because you're in a flare. But if you don't take care of yourself, you're only going to get worse, right? And you deserve the rest to heal and care for your body as much as the next person. And you aren't making up your pain or your illness. Like the stuff is real and it's necessary to be able to care for yourself. And that's a big point of this is that you have to keep taking care of yourself. And being in a flare is the hardest time, right? I don't know about you, but when I'm at my worst, I'm like, oh my God, screw it. I don't care what I eat. I don't care what I drink. Like somebody get me my Fritos and Dr. Pepper and I'm just going to eat like crap because I can't take care of myself right now. And then I feel more ashamed because I should be doing better, right? So really still have those systems in place that when you don't feel good or when things start taking over, you can rely on those systems that you've already put in place. And remember that your illness doesn't define you. You know, you don't have to make it what they say, like your whole personality, like ulcerative colitis is part of my life. It's part of my daily life, but it doesn't mean I'm good or bad. It doesn't mean anything about me, my pain levels, my tolerance, my ability to leave the house. It doesn't make me good. doesn't make me bad. doesn't make me worthless. It, it just is part of my life and I can work with it and I can work around it. I can work through it. But we still have to respect what our body is telling us. So other things that I like to tell people is don't keep the people around who make you feel ashamed. So if your doctors were like mine and they're like, "Ugh, you're such a bad person, like you just eat like crap, it's all your fault, or family or friends, which really just means having boundaries, don't keep these people around who shame you because it's not helping. They don't understand and they never will. Because you can't understand this type of pain almost until you've lived it. And people think that it's just take a Tylenol and you'll feel better. Go for a walk, you'll feel better. Drink more water. But really, that's not the case. Um, we have to understand that our body needs so much more care than the average person, right? The other big thing is embracing the feelings and acknowledging that they're there and, you know, how far back in your life do these feelings go? It's another really important aspect to look at. And like we talked about um, in the last session about pain management and neuroplastic pain, we have these feelings that also are embedded in our brain and these pathways. So that leads us into therapy, trauma specialists, doing EMDR, um, working with a certified professional who is knowledgeable and supportive of you and that you feel safe with so you can process everything that you're going through. And a lot of work in trauma therapy isn't, quote, getting over what happened to you. It's just about processing and having somebody listen to you without judgment and helping you set the pace for your life and help you understand yourself. You know, and Emotional freedom technique or EFT, the tapping, right? You tap on your face. It always starts out with, even though I'm, and then name whatever you're working on, I still deeply love and care for myself. So even though I'm sick or I'm in a ton of pain or in a flare again, 
I still deeply love and care for myself because you're not necessarily in control of when you get sick and how you feel, right? We can minimize it, absolutely, diet, nutrition, exercise, mindfulness, support, all of these tools that we have, but, you know, we're still going to have flares. Things are still going to change. Our environment, stress, everything can change. So change your expectations, right? A lot of us with chronic illness are perfectionists (laughs) and want everything to be perfect and I need to have straight A's. I need to be at the top of my game. I need to be the best. I need to be doing my 100% work. I'm, you know, we're the hardest on ourselves. And so people look at us and go, oh, wow, they're doing so much. They're always so active. And because we push just way too hard and way too much to prove our worth where that's totally unnecessary. (laughs) And this is a big thing to go through with trauma therapy as well. But if you can change your expectations of yourself and really set boundaries within your own mind, let others know that as well. Just because what works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So don't force yourself to overwork, overtrain, and take on so much just because that's what you expect yourself to be able to do, right? Um, you're you're not going to be able to do those. So it's hard, it's sad, it's depressing, it's frustrating, it makes you angry, all of the feelings, and that's okay. But recognize your limits and don't keep trying to push yourself past that. And in that, aim for acceptance, right? To be super proud of everything that you do accomplish and be grateful for the opportunities to learn and rest and heal and keep experimenting and trying new things, talking to different people. So that way you can see what works for you and what doesn't. Everything's trial and error here. And I know that's really hard, but it's part of the process. And Our health is a journey and things are changing all of the time. So keep learning, keep researching, keep experimenting. But we do set pressure that you put on yourself to be perfect or, you know, ask for help. And I know maybe you feel like, oh, my God, I'm so tired of asking people for help because that's literally all I do. (laughs) But that's okay because the people who want to take care of you are going to be there to take care of you. And you can't do everything else or everything by yourself, right? And just like we talked about with pain, stop scanning for pain. Like, oh my gosh, is that a twinge? Am I going in a flare? Oh my God. We have to also stop scanning for those emotions and finding things to be upset about and stop trying to trigger ourselves so that way we can get out of the state where the state of shame And fear and resentment and guilt is so easy to stay in because it's comfortable. And it's where we've lived for a really long time. And to step out of that and with acceptance and love and care and acknowledgement is a huge step. And our brains are wired to stay on the same track that it's always been on. So if you're someone who's always going to shame, always going to shame, it's going to take effort to break those patterns and go towards a different 
emotion, a different belief, a different feeling. So um, it's okay to be wherever you are right now in your journey and in your health. And you're going to have amazing days and you're going to have horrible days. You're going to have amazing weeks and you're going to have horrible weeks. And in the end, it's not about your worth, your value. You deserve to be happy and healthy and live the life that you can. So keep doing your best. Keep asking for help. Keep learning how to take care of yourself, trying as much as you can. And I'm so glad that you're here and you're trying and you're listening. And there's a huge community here for us to really tap into for support and knowledge and also knowing that, hey, when we're in the shit, we're in the shit. And we can reach out and say, yeah, things are bad right now. I need help. What can you do? And support each other along this way. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I'd love to connect with you over on socials. I put all those in um, the description here for you. Let me know what you think. Let me know how you manage and what keeps you on track when you're not feeling 100% um, this feeling of shame around being sick. And I'd love to connect and learn more from you as well. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.